Golden State Bridge. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Yeah. What was that? I'm on the move. Oh, he disappeared. All right, I'm back. There you go. He's back on the couch. All right, welcome. <laughs> welcome, everybody. It's the fifth episode Whoa! of the Big Show Podcast. Is that a pick? Yep. It's a pick. Off the bat, Broncos pick. Labar is here. You know that's right. Oh, oh, oh. We've got. Wait. Who just got a pick? All right, before we start, are the Broncos going to run 99 yards down the field to celebrate this pick? Yeah, Javante. They actually Williams. are. We're about to do it. Maybe. Dude, why am I still on the play? <laughs> oh, it's a, pick. San Francisco. <laughs> it's a pick. <laughs> Because you're in, you have the. Never you guys are not going to believe what you. Oh, talking. you guys won't believe this. A Labar podcast has gone off the rails in 35 <laughs> seconds. This is how we do it, man. This is how we do it. All right, all right. I'm back. We're good now. All right, let's get it going. That was my fault. We've got a battle of the Ryan's here. We've got Ryan Fournier and Ryan Labar. Welcome, gentlemen. What are we doing on this fine evening? What what shirt are you wearing, Labar? Oh, this is one of my wrestling shirts. It said. So after Triple H retired, uh, and I went to a wrestling event a couple years ago, it says, played the game, changed the game. Oh, yeah, you did. So over the last three years, I've bought approximately 15 wrestling shirts. I am so back into wrestling, it's not even funny. So you're like Max, but with things that are way less expensive than jerseys. Yeah, but I've gone to nine SmackDowns in three years. That's incredible. I I refuse to go to Monday Night Raw. I only go to SmackDowns. Four bucks. So, like, what what is the what is it like going to a SmackDown? I've never been to a wrestling event. Like, me you neither. Just, you just stand and yell the whole time. You're like, ah, oh, oh. yeah. I mean, what amount of it is yelling? All right, it depends <laughs> where, where you go, when you go. So, I've gone to a couple in Worcester, but now it's gotten way more wrestling's like on an upswing because just nostalgia and everything's like crazy again. So yeah. I've gone a couple. Of, I've gone to three in Worcester in the last three years, and they've been just you know, I've gone with a buddy to Armsby Abbey or like someplace like that. Is Anne the buddy? No, uh, <laughs> it's an elder. Uh, it's uh, Joe Muccio's brother Tony. Oh, nice. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I got we got a wrestling crew now in uh, Central Mass, and uh, no, but one time Anne bought me tickets and we went to Mohegan. And we went to, Mo- and I got these, and Ann bought me these tickets behind the Titantron, like, and we're at dinner before going to it. And I'm like, these tickets are terrible. <laughs> so I, I just bought $250 worth of tickets right on the rail. And afterwards, lost $500 playing Let It Ride at the casino. <laughs> like, to the point where I was like, Ann, can I have your credit card? She's like, Please, God, no. <laughs> like, so don't go to wrestling at Mohegan and then think you're going to win hundreds of dollars. Like, that, uh, was, a, that was fun, though. Out, that's how they get you there, to boink well, you. The trick, is, the trick is the Chris Howard tactic of sneaking in a $500 chip at the bottom doesn't work anymore, like Foreigner's Bachelor. <laughs> just just putting in 100 under one. Literally have his hands on the chips until the first card came around. If it's a 10, he'd leave it under. If it wasn't, he'd pull it back. And they're like, we see what you're doing. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I can't believe to this day that he didn't get kicked out. They were like looking at him. 
They want, they knew what was happening. <laughs> I know. Like they just must have known that eventually net some plus. I don't it know. got to the point that Andy and I would be, uh, there was like, we all had the same <laughs> table. It was just a table of the boys. Andy and I would be like, Chris is betting $125 before the cards came out. So we couldn't change it. <laughs> That's awesome. Speaking of, speaking of Chris, um, are we seeing the beginning of the end of Chris? He doesn't have just. He doesn't have Justin Jefferson anymore. James Connors on the IR. Tony Pollard is apparently questionable and on the injury he's report. Also trash. And he has been a big disappointment, but he's still like RB eleven, so it's not trash. Becoming Joe Mixon though. Ooh, big statement there. He does have David Montgomery, who might be the best running back in fantasy this year. So. It is interesting, though, because he's starting Joshua Downs, Tutu Atwell, and maybe Roshan Johnson if Roshan plays. And if he doesn't, then... I don't think he practiced again today. Yeah, let's see. If he does, if he's not playing, he's got to play Keontae Ingram. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't practice today. Or Kenneth Gainwell. So, like, yeah. Not great, Bob. Look well thin. He's, he's got a tough matchup right now. He's still projected to win. He's playing against Kareem. Um, you know, as mentioned, he's got Pollard and Montgomery, and Kareem's got DeAndre Swift and Kamara. I don't know what to make of these running backs. I don't know either. But I think talking about Chris more specifically at the moment, like it's interesting because this is the first time he's really like he he did lose Cup, but he was able to move Cup for for Hill last year. So this is the first time he's really faced like true um injuries in a long time it feels like in several years and he don't, he's not in a position where he can just move somebody injured for someone else because there's so many people who are still in it right now that no one's really looking to do that kind of a move at the moment yeah i mean you see you see people's true colors when they get smacked with adversity what is he gonna do he's been riding the gravy train for a couple of years now so I think we're gonna see a little bit more bitching in the big show <laughs> <laughs> And against Kareem, against Kareem, Kareem all of a sudden has like three. He might have the best top three. Like he has a great receiving core. He does. He's got Luka, Kelvin, and uh, and Waddle. And Waddle, Waddle. like that's. I mean, Kareem's who, team is good according to his uh, parentheses, but. Yeah, we're going to talk about Puka tonight. Uh, oh, yeah, big talk later. But, no, but, but I mean, I over, I mean, I still think Chris's team's good, obviously, like, but I think a, there's a – because I think the parity this year is one injury changes a lot now, right now. Yeah. Like, like my, if I get – Anybody can really win it at the moment. Yeah. Like, this is – that's why I like joining the pod tonight because – and Chris went from being the favorite to not being the favorite in two weeks. Yeah, and I just like the pod tonight because this is like the perfect time of the season before an even number week where literally 12 teams are three and two or two and three, and it's just like, let's party. And yeah, like right. Tina James before the podcast started, there's three matchups that are literally started 50-50. Not right. even like I'm not as like a exact estimation. They were three matchups this week that were 50%, 50%. Yeah, I mean, right now, Andy and Pat 
are 50-50. Chris and Kareem are only 53-47 because Chris has like three points. Um, uh, what is it? Well, Tim, Tim, Tim has Chiefs D that's about to get 45 tonight. So I'm, I'm currently, um, yeah, hey, so it was we'll 50 50 when me and James were talking, but now this is, yeah, yeah now the yeah. game has started. Things have shifted. <laughs> so they're like, we're saying Chris has got some adversity, but we do like some of his players. Like I do still, I think Josh Downs is going to be a good, like 14, 15 points per game kind of person, just based on the volume and, Receptions, he might Josh be like, Downs? yeah, fourteen or fifteen points a game. Yep. No. Um, maybe I'll lower it to twelve, but hold on. Uh, I'm, that's two hundred and forty point pace at fourteen points a game. Yeah, you guys, I, uh, the people that don't know what's going on, probably a wide receiver. Know who Josh Down- Can you let them know who Josh Downs is for the people? Not- <laughs> Josh Downs is a rookie on the Indianapolis Colts, who I believe okay. played in North Carolina. Yep. Um, uh, no, I knew that. I was just making sure everyone else knew that. That's fair. Andy, just so just you know, help North Carolina. Just trying to help the pot out. <laughs> no, so I, I, I like him. I think he's a sneaky good rookie player that just kind of fits like, oh, Chris has another guy that works out, uh, especially now that Richardson is out and Minshew's in. Their offense is going to be dink and dunk and – Downs is a short yardage guy who plays out of the slot. So I think he's going to get solid targets and a lot of opportunities to get like 70 to 80 yards a game. Um, he might have like 10 catches for 40 yards in one game, but I think he's going to get his opportunities. That being said, I think Kareem's going to win this week. Uh, I think, like you said, Lavar, his wide receivers are really good, but he also has – Swift, who's a good running back right now. I've talked a lot of shit about him, but he's a top 10 running back right now and it doesn't seem like that should change anytime soon. Alvin Kamara, obviously, everybody likes Alvin Kamara. He's got 22 and a half and 21 points since he came back from his suspension and he's getting a ton of touches. His efficiency isn't that great and competition's going to start coming back once Jamal Williams gets healthy because they're going to want to spread the ball a little bit amongst their running backs. So, like, I don't think he's going to be 20 points per game. But he's still going to be solid. Um, I mean, so when I see when I see Swift, Kamara, and Pierce, if I see three running backs like that, you know the two words that come to my mind. What? Lavar team. Ah. <laughs> and as we're seeing, that typically that's works. True. That's been working out. Yeah, Aaron Jones has fourteen carries this year, but we can move on to that at some point. He'll be coming. <laughs> He'll be back. I mean, <laughs> Before, who, do, who do you think's got this one? Because right now, Chris is at one third favorite for 139, and Kareem's at 134. Yeah, I think that Kareem's going to win this one as well. I don't think Roshan's going to play based on how it's been trending. Um, and Chris is going to have to end up starting somebody, Gettingwell or oof, Keontae Ingram and He's also starting two to Atwell, and I'm not as high on Josh Downs as a 14 or 15 point per week guy. I think maybe like 10 or 11. Um, he's certainly going to have his down weeks because um, Pittman's still there. He's going to get balls, and and they're going to run the ball a lot with JT. So, and Moss is showing well, so I think they're going to be primarily a, a running team moving forward. Um, Pollard's been weak. Montgomery's been awesome. I just think Kareem has some good matchups for some of his guys. 
And I think this week Waddle's kind of due. I think this week he'll uh, he'll have a couple of booms and, and win. Yeah, he is kind of due. Uh, the one, sorry, can I butt in? Just the one thing I will is. say is with Kareem's team, and I mean, I made that trade where I gave up Lawrence in the first, like on a random Saturday for the uh, Tua and uh, Kittle. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, Trevor Lawrence hasn't had a good game in five weeks. Like, no, he hasn't been good. Like, he's ranked number 17. So, I guess my point is, is Burroughs ranked about the same as him right now. I mean, not the same, but like Burrow had 32 points last week. Yeah. And Trevor, I don't know. Trevor, I, I have Kirk. Like, when I drafted Christian Kirk, my whole thing was like, oh, like, kind of that's worked out somewhat was Christian Kirk gets 12 targets. Right. Yet, and he's been playing well. They're going to throw it a ton. He's going to be really Lawrence good. is not like, it, it's not, it's just hasn't worked with Trevor Lawrence fantasy wise yet. Like, yeah. at all. I, so, I was expecting big things from him this year. He's been a complete disappointment. He yeah, hasn't got over 21 at, points. Yeah. Don't look at my DraftKings uh, $200, 15 to 1 on Trevor Lawrence MVP. <laughs> hey, don't look it at it. It still happen. Yeah, totally. It <laughs> <laughs> happen. Lamar, who, hey. who you got? Who's winning this one? Oh, who's winning the matchup? Uh, yeah. Even with that said, I don't know. I just something about Chris. I kind of like Kareem. If I'm uh, being honest, I know it. I know it. Like I don't know. Kareem's team's just in the upward groove, where Chris's team just seems to be like setting the pace for a couple of weeks. Not saying. That Kareem's gonna outplay Chris the rest of the year, but I think they're at a point where kind of like we'll get into Drew in a couple minutes, probably too. But like I just feel Kareem's team's just kind of hitting a little stride for the next couple of weeks. I agree. Kareem's team's looking pretty good. All right, Fournier, you're gonna make a prediction on the score for all of us. What do you got? Uh, I would say 147 to 131, Kareem over Chris. Mm, okay, I like it. I like it. Let's go on. Probably the, be the first time Chris loses three straight games in five years. Oh, At least you start off three and zero. Oh. Yeah. Oh, adversity. <laughs> I do uh, like Zach my Bucker and call me Sally. That's a great name. That's an eight pointer. His Bucker is getting smacked. I'll tell you that much. The Dicker's name is Kicker. <laughs> the other way around. Speaking of great team names, I think uh, we'll go to Fournier versus Mike List, Team Listy Man. He took a he took a lot of time, put in a lot of effort to figure out that <laughs> name. So uh, credit to him for that. Uh, interesting running back matchup here. We got some horses. Uh, List has got Derrick Henry and Travis Etienne, and Fournier. You've got Eckler and Walker. Oh yeah, Lavar. Who's got the running back advantage there? Uh, if Eckler's playing, I gotta say. I mean, he practiced in full today. He's playing, yeah. and Henry's kind of been on the downslope a little bit. So I don't know. I, I I guess out of those, I mean, it's not like crazy one side or the other. But if Eckler's back, I mean, and Henry's kind of been. I don't want to say a shell, but if Henry just kind of gets <laughs> him off weeks compared to the last five years, I I take Eckler over Henry right now, and so that makes the other two I don't even give a shit about. 
So yeah. that's, that's kind of reasonable. Yeah, just best guy. Even though we might talk outside. later about how I don't like the best guys. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I got to go with Fournier on the running backs for this week specifically. I, I agree. I mean, obviously, you can't go wrong with either of these two guys from like any sort of standpoint. But I, I, I like ETN more than Walker. I just like Eckler more than Henry. And I think that gap is bigger than the other gap. So I give the edge to Fournier on here too. I mean, his running backs are – he also has – let's move on to the flex because you guys both have running backs there too. Uh, Mike yeah. has Isaiah Pacheco and you have Tajay Spears. That might shift it back towards uh, favor of list for me because Pacheco is pretty good. Um, and he's starting to ramp it up a little bit, although he's started off slow tonight. Um, and Tajay Spears, I mean, who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? So those are two guys I definitely knew more than five seconds ago. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so <laughs> by that I mean not. Um, as I'm watching the game, he seems explosive. No, I'm kidding. But uh, no, uh, <laughs> no, but I've actually listened enough about both of them. It, that's yeah. But Pacheco seems like he's actually the running back on one of the best offenses in the league. I mean, I I like simplifying things pretty easily. Hence, like Mixon, I'm like he's good, so I'm gonna start him and trade for him <laughs> even though he's 27 like he's that's good he's on the Bengals I try and simplify fantasy as much as possible these days I think like <laughs> there's like eight people six to seven people that do that too and so I'm gonna play the simplified mode version of this. So, oh, never he sucks trade him what did he do nothing exactly what did he do uh, we'll move on to the wide receivers. Uh, this is where the gap gets pretty big um, in favor of Fournier. I mean, Fournier, you've got Devontae Adams, Ayuk, and T. Higgins. I mean, T. Higgins blows, but that's fine. Uh, Mike's got DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Pittman, and I mean, he's got Doobie Doobs in his lineup, even though he's on by. So I guess that's a that's a wash with T. Higgins, so that's fine. Um yeah, tight end, we've got stinky stinky pits versus Higby. I mean, Mike's got a big advantage at the QB spot too, because he's got Lamar and Horn, you've got Stafford. I do like Stafford's matchup. Um but and you are projected to win by 14. So Mike I, has, I don't know. Mike well, has, he's gonna plug in somebody who's gonna be projected for seven, so I'll probably be favored by about seven or eight. You guys see uh Njoku's face because Mike has him as his backup tight end. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Dude, oh yes. my god. Like, no one yeah, no face. It's like, oh, your face is gone. Thanks for the three receptions. <laughs> like you show up like that. Remember I made the joke, I'm like, what do you mean you need to get your helmet on? Yeah, right. It's like, oh, because you're wearing a mummy mask. Because <laughs> you have like, no skin. Get that. I'll be like, get the helmet off. What do you mean? Get a bigger helmet. It's like, oh, your face is off. Like, yep. it's like John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. Like, he switched faces with me. And they're like, oh, we'll see how this goes. That was brutal. I can't believe that. That was two weeks. I hey, shout out to him. Because he actually has been kind of known as being kind of a bitch. 
And Joku? Yeah, like after Harden. Like he was just kind of taking a he definitely wasn't thought of as like the heart like the hardest guy to get. Like he was kind of soft in hard knocks and he kind of carried that for a little bit, but okay. I don't know. Your face falls off and you're like showing up in a mummy mask. I'll I change my opinion. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> right. <laughs> you're a little tougher so, than I thought. Like I'm not saying he was a one out of ten in softness, but he was like under a five, and I'm gonna say he's around a ten now. So <laughs> is is Mike soft for not playing Njoku over Tyler Higby? No, Mike soft for trading his entire. Oh, this is not uh, sad. That's because I know Mike soft for trading his entire <laughs> team to Fournier. Um, <laughs> no, I still think Mike start Mike start him over Higby. I think he just hasn't looked at his team yet because he has a guy on a buy. <laughs> And he has a Thursday night guy in his flex, but that's fine. It's not, uh, that's that's, that's not actually findable in our league, I believe. Yep. You've been cut. So, <laughs> who do you got in this matchup? Do you think Fournier's going to hold off Mike? Um, I think he just might. I mean, Fournier obviously, like, hate starting pits and obviously playing the quarterback uh roulette every week's gonna wear that wears on you more than a kid i think <laughs> like every night you gotta think like am i really starting stafford or am i going Minshew? like gotta i think someone else with a better matchup <laughs> uh, this is a good one actually uh i don't i really don't know i hate to say it like that this is this is a weird one Content creator over here. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I... <laughs> That's why we bring him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This hard hitting analysis. Fournier just. <laughs> it's Ian Stafford. It's just. All right. He's starting to hit. I'm going me. list. I'm going list. Yeah, baby. Upset special. All right. He goes with list. Fournier, you must, you must feel great. What's what's your comeback? Why should he have chosen you? Why should you have gotten the rose? No, I don't know that it's uh, it's necessarily like it's a pretty close matchup. I think I'm slightly favored, and I think that'll that's about right. Um, I think I'll win, but it's the list could easily win. It's not it's not anything crazy, and that's what's kind of that's it's, kind of uh, interesting about all the matchups right now. Is saying I don't know different than saying why both sides will win? Well, no. I'm going to win, but. <laughs> But I saying, don't it's not know. like I'm a 90-10 favorite. <laughs> but Liz could. Like, okay. So, all right. No, I know the new take. I'm just going to say why both teams could win. There you go. Yes, I agree. It's the same. It's different. Totally. Before awesome. my prediction here, um, who are you more scared of for Mike to put in the lineup over Doobie Doobs? Odell Beckham or Michael Gallup? There's no one that he could put in the lineup that would be slightly frightening. <laughs> Those are two terrible options. I did not realize. But if you looked at the desert that is the wide receiver waiver wire. Yeah. No, I haven't actually. Yeah. I'm. I'm available if you're interested. I'm in QB purgatory, so I I look at QB matchups all day. <laughs> uh, but did they I get this know. first down. What happened here? I think everything is prime for you, Fournier, to come out and win after you made that big trade. Uh, like Josh Allen, James Cook. Uh, who's the other player? Uh, 
DK Metcalf. Oh, and DK. That was that's a it's a big name for Devontae and Eckler, and I believe there are some picks involved. Uh, you gave up a first. He gave me a six. You gave up a first as well. So like, Labar's look, first. I think at the end of the day. Oh, so fourteenth overall. Your, your your team your team got better, um, but I also like you you paid a decent amount. I mean, people are making fun of it, but I mean, I think James Cook is pretty good. He's got he's gonna have a low floor all year long. I think DK has a pretty capped ceiling, but he's got a high floor. He's going to probably finish wide receiver 20, 22, um, maybe 16, best case scenario. Um, and Josh Allen is the guy with the most points in the league. So, like, Mike still got he's points. Um, but yeah, I think your team is primed to really make a move here. But because of that, actually, it just makes it funny to choose Mike. I think Mike's going to beat you. No, one one fifty five to one fifty two. We got a barn the circle. We just went through roller yep. coaster, loop the loop. I mean, that was a classic. I mean, I know we're kind of we should keep moving on, but that I mean, not in a bad way, but that's a stazzy. All of us have done this before. Like, oh, it's Thursday, and I have an hour off of work, and I want to blow my team up because fuck it. Because <laughs> fuck, like we've all done it. Yeah, it's called. Like, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, but he clearly is just like this Eckler out for four weeks, Devontae being on a shit team, even though they're both good. Like, there's just, I, I, we don't... actually started talking about it the night before. And, oh, oh, oh. we were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about, uh, <laughs> trading josh allen and james cook the deal initially started out as josh allen and james cook for eckler and we like mold that for a little bit mike decided he wasn't gonna do that he wanted he wanted a first as well which i did not want to do um and then i would have done that (laughs) yeah i know you would have but then we but then we we kept the uh lines of communication a little bit open and I was kind of done, but then Mike kind of came back and said something and then it happened the other way around. And then he's like, all right, we'll talk more tomorrow. And then uh, it was his birthday. So I texted him happy birthday. And then we re, we reignited oh, the conversation. The birthday text. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, See? it had to be done either way. Um, Kindness <laughs> and generosity. Leads to and, then, and then I was like, what if we got Devonte involved? Cause he put him on the trade block. So I was like, what if we got Devonte involved? Like, how can we do that? And so initially it was going to be Higgins and a first for a fourth and, um, Devante. Yeah. Devon, uh, yeah. Fourth and Devonte. And then he's like, I don't really want Higgins. I want Metcalf. And I was like, okay. Um, and then he wanted Labar's first instead of Brendan's first. And then we were done. What? How does it make you feel Labar? Yeah. Uh, tell us. I'm actually more thinking about do do I get Devonte next year or the year after? That's the thing, he'll be he'll be on. Like, is he more for... of a Labar guy next year or at 32? I think two years. Yeah, I think so too. And yeah. he'll finish like 14th. No, he'll probably be like 10. So he has to he has to show that he's he's getting washed first. Oh yeah. So, so no, he'll actually. Oh no, PED suspension. Ooh. <laughs> He's trying to and hang in. Go, he's getting oh, what, team, what, team, what team would he go to after the PED suspension? Because like the he's break, go to the Jets. No, 
No, I was gonna say Evan Raiders. Is done. Um, <laughs> oh, what did you say, James? I said I was gonna say Raiders. Then I realized he's on the Raiders. Um, oh, ready for this one? Jags. I don't, I don't Ridley. Ridley. I mean, Ridley will be younger. <laughs> yeah, just two vets in Kirk, uh, Kirk Ridley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, pretty badass. Sorry, oh, Zay. Oh my Andy's gonna have to drop your ass now. Zay you later. Wow, that's terrible. All right. <laughs> speaking of Andy, we've got Andy versus Pat. Matchup. Ooh. This, is a, this is a doozy. So just really right off the bat. 129.32 for Andy, 129.32 for Pat. So a 50 5050 split down the middle. I see I see 0.67 now for Pat. Way different. Oh, here we go. I do as well. James just lied to us all. Uh, I'm sorry, Pod. Just, <laughs> just reading. Just reading. <laughs> like to apologize on behalf of my co-host. Oh my god. So Jim's getting blinked. Uh, can I start? Yeah, yeah. yeah start us out. Both these teams are rejected for one thirty. I want to puke at both of these teams. Like, <laughs> right? I hate to say, like, no, like Pat's starting Cam Akers. <laughs> and Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, and then no, I'll talk about Chuba. No, they're not that much worse than Andy's running backs. No, that's fair. But he does I mean, have Saquon, who may or may not play in his flex. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if Jamar Chase gets above 30, Andy on him. Gibbs practice today. So Gibbs didn't practice today. He's probably not playing either. So it's going to be, he's going to be subbing in De Mercado back up to Keontae Ingram. <laughs> All right, honestly, yeah. if you look if you look at Andy's team, who do you think my favorite player in Andy's team is? I know for certain that it's Tyler Lockett. Nope. Ooh, mm-hmm. you didn't see that. Scroll down. Dicker the kicker, obviously. Yeah, yeah obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I blew that. You blew it. <laughs> kicker first look. <laughs> Dicker the kicker. His name is Dicker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I speak. I honestly think Andy's running backs are a lot better. Um, Saquon, I think. I think Jerome Pat, Ford. Obviously, Pat's has the worst running backs. I I know. No, they're bad. The uh, five the five point two eight projection for Cam Akers is very telling. Like if he falls into the end zone, he's gonna have a day. <laughs> That'll be the five point two eight. He's he's got back to back days of twenty nine percent snap share. Like, are they gonna give him more? Oh, Taylor Swift, he's, Taylor he's Swift show, Taylor Swift showing. Oh no, sure. Isaiah Pacheco just got a big game. I'm sorry for interrupting. This did Taylor show us her boobs? No, but Kelsey caught a ball, and then they you won't believe who they went to. The person that's the most did she just go to all the Chiefs games now? Is that how it rolls? Yeah. Yes. They just showed her right after the catch. They just showed her jumping up and down with. I'm so far behind you guys. It's not even funny. All right. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You're right. right I got to stop interrupting. And Brittany Mahomes. Her and Brittany Mahomes. Best friends. They were making out, James, though. You did miss that. Oh. That would suck to miss that. I think they're on the pod next week, right, guys? Yeah, I think, well, just Taylor. Brittany's (laughs) going to be the week after. They're bringing fried chicken and ranch. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about three weeks in a row, Labar Swift. Taylor's actually flying us to the next Kansas City game to watch with her from the suite. Oh, yep. Kelsey, live, live stream. Kelsey has 110 yards in the first half. Oh, that's weird. 
so, so, speaking sorry, of Taylor, sorry, you'd say Taylor, you'd say Taylor Swift is what like the most famous music uh woman musician singer in the world, right? Pretty close. I think she's pretty darn popular right now. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, these three ladies are no Taylor Swift, but they're up there in the ranks, and you could say they're inspiration for Miss Taylor. So I gotta ask, if you have to pick one between Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston, and Tina Turner, who is it and why? What do we mean by pick one? All right, so it's simple, right? They all have songs. Pick one. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're beautiful black women with amazing performances. Who, do, who would you rather have? Out of all of them, you got to pick one. You get Janet Jackson. Why? She's really the only one I could ever remember seeing perform. Oh, when? <laughs> was it when her boob came out? <laughs> so, so I thought about this for a minute because uh, Kadarius Tony touchdown. That's yeah. cool. That, that was time. something an hour ago. Um, no. <laughs> so I, I James, you know, prepod asked sent this question i'll be honest so i thought about it for a minute i feel like the oh answer, he didn't start him that's rough i feel like the answer is actually tina turner but i wouldn't do i wouldn't be true to myself because like i'm not a tina turner guy i just know like tina turner so yeah. i i deleted that even if that's the right answer and then i kind of thought about it like winnie houston is probably the one i know the best but the fact that Janet Jackson survived the Timberlake boob, also her own star Timberlake, her brother is Michael Jackson, and yep. the Jackson Five, and like Daddy get a switch out, like the fact that she's like she she performed at Man's uh, at the Tweeter Center at Great Woods this year, like she's crushing it like he's still doing it so much like and she's just crushing it and people and nostalgia's taken i just respect janet jackson more yeah. than the two dead people <laughs> like when he so honestly is that the was best. gonna be part of my thing too but i decided not to say that yeah well you're you're <laughs> part of the pod long long term yeah, <laughs> yeah. no I but mean, I, that's part of like like Whitney Houston's probably the one I know the best and like the best, but I think all, you put everything together. Like Lamar prioritizes being alive. Well, that's a he big does. part. I, I didn't. I Which didn't one think might bet only fifty grand randomly? It's <laughs> not. It's not the other two. I didn't think yeah. about Janet Jackson and that part of her and like what she went through and had to overcome. That makes me feel better about putting these three people in the same category because part of me was like. Oh, it's Whitney or Tina, and Janet's not even part of the discussion. But like, you kind of sold me. She's in the discussion. So, like, uh, Janet, Janet's performing probably somewhere one night, and then she looks on TV, and Michael Jackson's doing the his blanket kit over the railing. She's like, "All right, guess <laughs> I gotta go out now." Even yeah. though my brother's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't talk to him, so I don't know. <laughs> Like and then you watch this. If you're a South Park fan, you can't even watch South Park anymore because it's all about Michael Jackson. Like that's hard. It's a tough life. You can't watch South Park and you. 
I don't, I don't know though. I think it's funny because you say like Whitney Houston would be like your favorite because you know her the most or whatever. But like I would agree, and that's why I chose her. Like I, oh, you I have the one dance with somebody thing. Yes, I have too many memories with that song. And like you introduced so, me to that song, and now it's every wedding song. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, but I gotta give Tina a shout out. She's a fucking boss. Like. What's love got to do with it is actually a perfect song. Like everything about that song is perfect, and she went through some shit too. Like she got went through a divert divorce, and her husband like took all her fucking money, and she just went back out and got it back, and just kept earning more and being a badass. So um these three are all freaking badass women. So well, you said you send a poll out. You send a poll out to people between the ages of like thirty and seventy, and. I say Janet Jackson gets eight percent of the vote, so, like, <laughs> so I'm just yeah, I I'm going on a completely different whim right now. I'll be honest, but I like it though, and you got a sound reasoning. So what what's your sound reasoning for uh, Pat upsetting Andy this week? It's not really an upset when he's projected for more. <laughs> yeah, it's an upset. Oh my god! <laughs> what? What was the exact time when Andy became so cocky last Sunday? Was it 405? <laughs> 508? Like, it literally, it just changed so fast. Like, all of a sudden, it's just, oh, hey, guys, I'm back, bitches. Like, I don't blame them, but at the same time, it was just hilariously insufferable. It was his first. You gotta give him a break. It was his first good moment of the 2023 season. <laughs> yeah, but like, so now when if he loses the bat, like, are we like we're back to where we were? Like, last oh, yeah, it's just like then we're dicks. <laughs> we're assholes again. Yeah, <laughs> for making fun of his team. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> no one's ever said he doesn't bring it on himself. <laughs> he, oh no, one person does. <laughs> <laughs> There's one person that definitely says he doesn't bring it on himself. And it's actually, two people. It's Andy and the mirror. And the mirror. Dude, I I sent him. Um, I called him a joke today, and he called me a joke. And I said, Oh, you're a joke. I said, Oh, you're a joke. So I sent him a gif of him, like, of someone like, Who, me? You. Because he always will just, like, come back with, Yep. <laughs> He'll always come back and spit it on you. But he has he has good skills, man. He finds logic in his reasoning and he uses it to his advantage. Um, so I gotta give him credit for that. But yeah, I I think um I'm gonna pick a sexy matchup, a sexy choice here, and I think uh Pat going to three and three and Andy going to two and four is gonna happen one twenty seven to one twenty three. Another close wow. one. Low scoring too. Yeah. All right, how about this camp? Ready for actually? I'm gonna make my DraftKings long shot bet of the week. Cam Akers accidentally falls into the end zone twice. Oh, <laughs> plus four it could, billion. It could only happen to Andy. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. That's like, can we all do it? I'll <laughs> bet whatever you want. It doesn't have to be 50, 20, whatever. Can we all bet like at least 10 bucks on it? I'm in. Cam Akers, touchdowns. If it's Dude, on think... prize sticks, I'll figure out a way to do it. But if not, I'll... let me Venmo you money so we can get it on it together. James, just say yes. James, it's pod life. Just say yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, I might put like a grand on it just to, <laughs> just to really clean up. 
there's no chance I survived like 20 more years. Let's just village <laughs> grew till I can't. You might not, but you did say earlier that Chiefs would drop 40 points on you, and they are halfway there. And we're <laughs> almost at halftime. So you might you might have been right there. Um you're playing you're playing against Tim, and right now he's projected to beat you 140 to 130. Uh, that's because again, about 19, 20 points from Chiefs D, and only two from Jerry Judy. Uh, yes, it's it's just the weird defense percentages. Not saying I'm, I mean Tim's D's going off, so it. Yeah, but they could easily finish with like six points, or or like even like twelve. But as long as they're not a pick six, it's going to be in the twenty range or twenty to ten range. But uh, oh, someone talk about my team first, not me. Obviously. On your leaders. So this matchup we've got Fields versus Tua. What are you doing? It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> we've got Fields versus Tua. Pretty even matchup, I think. Tua is obviously doesn't have the rushing upsides that Fields has, and he's playing Minnesota. So it'd actually probably give a slight edge to Fields. Uh, but Tua, you know, he could throw for 500 yards. So um Tyree could probably have 300 of those. And then uh, we've got running back-wise, Madison and Mixon to go against Roddy White and Kieran Williams. Roddy (laughs) White. Roddy's back. Can I say members? Rashad White. Sorry. I I told James how I re-listened to my pods last year. Uh, And remember when I thought Doxson and Dotson – from the Redskins or the same person. Oh, yeah, we had that whole conversation about it. And I was like, wait, Josh Doxson's still on the Redskins? <laughs> and it's like, no, he's been out of the league for four years. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. He's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, there's a wide receiver three on my three and 19 team. <laughs> I think this is a pretty even rushing matchup uh, with White and Williams against Mixon and Madison. I mean, it's like the least exciting running back matchup of all time, but they're both, they're all pretty good. <laughs> um, I'm not sure Evans is going to play. If we go to the receivers, we've got more flowers and, and Judy uh, versus Evans, Thielen and Kirk. Uh, it's actually also a fairly even matchup. I don't know that Evans is going to play though. I don't think he practiced again today, which means you'll probably throw in Michael Thomas, which yep. doesn't change it tons, but it definitely lowers the ceiling a little bit. I'm um, reading something that says Mike Evans did return to practice today, contrary oh, to the report. So yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Cool. All right. So then, then it's it's. I think that Labar has a pretty even matchup. I mean, Moore and Evans are probably fairly comparable. Flowers and Thielen are also probably very comparable. Honestly, I think Labar probably has a slight edge because he's got Kirk over Judy. I just Judy stinks. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. Put him on uh, a new team, man. Put him on a new yeah, team. Yeah, I just I think he's just not that good to begin with. Um, like he's not bad, but I don't think he's like what everyone thought he was going to be coming out of school. So I don't know how much they're like. If he gets traded for like a fifth round pick, how excited really are you about him on a new team? You know, depends on the situation. Yeah, I guess goes, it depends on what he goes for and where to. But if he goes to like, the Colts, I'm not that excited about it. Right. What about the Pats? Are you excited about that? No, I'm not excited <laughs> about anything that has anything to do with Patriots. So. And you guys keep checking the SeatGeek ticket prices out. 
Like this Christmas, yeah. there's a Christmas Eve game against the Jets. If they put it at the right time, holy bananas! You could go for like eighty bucks, <laughs> like it's maybe bad. less. Oh yeah, oh, I know, no. and I'm kind of in. Let's go <laughs> with the boys. That's less than the fucking Dolphins games. We Charlie's have first Christmas. Sorry, I'm going to the Pats game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sucker. <laughs> your kid's name? Divorce. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be Chuck. Chuck Meister. Oh, Chuck, nice. It is not gonna be Chuck. <laughs> oh yeah. Until the boys get a hold of that. Yeah. Wait, did Mahomes just get picked again? There yeah. was a flag. Oh, they called it. that's that's yeah. yeah. That's soft. Yeah, that real soft. No, that's uh, Wow, Taylor Swift. Oh my god it again. Waller versus Laporta is the next part of this matchup. So I think going into this part, Labar has a slight edge. Um, Laporta or... uh, didn't practice today. He'll be fine. Um, All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> I don't think Waller practiced either. Oh, he was limited. Uh, versus Waller did look better <laughs> last <life>. week. <laughs> but um, there's nothing. It's like being on the Pats offense. There's nothing exciting about Darren Waller. I'd prefer Laporta, who's been on fire. So I think that that gives Labar the slight edge to this point. Next one is the flex matchup: Elijah Moore versus George Kittle. And I think again, same thing. This is just a little bit of an edge to Labar. Kittle's looked hot. Elijah Moore is not, and they're also not going to have Watson most likely. So I yeah, mean, it's going to be shitty weather. Probably have to consider benching him. I mean, I know Dotson hasn't been anything special, but it might be time to at least give him a chance. Um, Tim's got Tim's got options. He can throw. Uh, you know, Jeff Wilson's probably gonna play. You could drop someone, throw him in there. You could play Ronda or Wandale Robinson. Even Mingo wouldn't be a terrible person to throw out there. Um, Either way, I don't think we're passing Labar's guy. Like, I think it's still, a, I think an edge or the edge gets a little bit bigger depending on who it is. Yeah. All right. So before we move on, part of the reason I wanted to join the pod today is. My team is hilarious. <laughs> like, when you really look at it, it's like, you know everyone because it's just a hilarious... I just think my squad's hilarious. Well, it's, it's, everyone hard, right? you, it's everyone you expect Labar to have and then you sneak in a Laporta. It's just so good. <laughs> it's kind even, of true. Even Tua, you know, like I'd be like, Oh, that's nice. all right. Like a little young guys, you got some potential. See yeah. what happens. It's like Madison, who could not be more of like I'm gonna score twelve points every week, and that's yeah. it. Uh, have you seen, have click on Matt? Uh, click on Mixon stats. If you have not clicked on Joe Mixon stats, I put that. He's averaging between ten and fourteen and a half every game. <laughs> he really is. Fifteen point nine twice is high. <laughs> Yep. And he's 17th overall. It's hilarious. Like, my team is doing exactly what I thought they would do. And I'm 2 <laughs> 3 with the fifth most points. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, be honest. Did you really think Mike Evans was going to be, was going to be dropping 19, 31, 17 points the first three weeks? And then, yeah, really, really on pace to get like another 18 to 20 in week four before he got hurt. I didn't think he'd be doing this. I thought Baker would be terrible. I didn't think he – I thought he'd be disgruntled and not really doing much because he didn't do much last year with Brady. Like, Mike Evans is the dude. He's good. He's been really Shocker. good. 
Shocker, right? He's only so, been good for like seven think, years. The Michael Scott paper company said to David Wallace, I think, I can't remember the line, it goes, I counteract your whatever he said. You know, remember that standoff Michael Scott had with David Wallace with the Michael yeah. Scott company? Yeah. Like, your company's bleeding. Um, I thought Aaron Jones would have more than 14 rushes at this point of the season. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's been a big disappointment so far. It's well, clearly but, Dylan's no, but I also have added in classic old man Labar fashion, his ninth rush was a 40 yard touchdown where he pulled his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that play too. And he was like acting like it really wasn't much. Like he was going to try and go back in and now it's been a month. So. Yeah, yeah, and he picked five carries. That he's like, hold me out the next game. I'm like, oh, that's not good. I'm gonna go play. It was I'm a go play Farmer Town with AJ Dillon. Yeah, no, do. just I just want to note that I'm. This is a Labar team, and I just want to make it known. This might be the best Labar team in like four years, just based on who I have. Because oh, yeah, I, mean, I have some like Laporta. Who's the best tight end right now? <laughs> Which is hilarious. So that's all I wanted to add. I'm I could finish five wins, eight wins, make the playoffs, make it, make it not, but just want to make it known that this is a little bar team for the ages right here. So are you, are you gonna beat Tim? Um if the Broncos score here, yes. If not, no. No, uh I think uh I get that. Now, you know what? St. Steve's going to get 30 like they did last week. So, yeah, I got Tim. Sorry, Tim. All right. Cool. I think I'm going to pick Tim. That's okay. I'm sorry. I got to do it just because I've been riding him so hard for a couple of years. I never pick him to win. And his team's pretty good, especially if DJ Moore and Fields fall out. They're not going to drop like a combined 90 points every week, but even if they're good, his team will be pretty good. Say Flowers has a pretty uh, high floor. He just has a low ceiling. He hasn't really busted anything yet, but like he's got 10 targets, 5 targets, 10 targets, 4 targets, 11 targets. Like He's out there every play, and he's getting chances. Um, so he's an interesting pick. But Jerry Judy is a problem, and Elijah Moore is a problem for Tim. Um, but maybe, maybe something will change. Maybe I'll get a different flex spot in there, and he'll back me up here because I think he's going to win 144 to 136. <laughs> Fournier, what you got? Uh, I think Labar's going to win. We went through it. I think he does have a slight edge. I just think it's going to be close. I think it'll be like 137 to 127. There you go. All right, let's go on. we got a couple more left. Um, we'll do me versus Max and make it quick because I don't want to talk about Javante Williams. Anyways, uh, I got four point six. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, he looks good, but anyway, uh, I got Brian Robinson, Javante, and he's got Brees Hall and Jonathan Taylor. Massive advantage for Max. Brees looks great. Taylor's going to be in his second week back, um, so I think he's going to get a little bit more run out there. He was out there for only fifteen percent of the snaps last week. I did not realize it was that low. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, what the hell is he doing? What Russell Wilson sack again? Uh, yeah, but on the flip Steve, side, another point. Sorry, yeah. no, <laughs> you go. No, no, he meant Chiefs D. 
I'm just getting uh, pillaged. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> another sack. Nah, points. Ah. Um, I mean, will you guys agree, right? Max got the big advantage in running backs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say I got the bigger advantage on wide receivers. Hollywood Brown, Spawn Diggs, Chris Godwin. He's got Kendrick Bourne, Michael Wilson, Rushy Rice. Well, you have uh, three guys that start. Yeah, so I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's very few. I mean, every week, anyone who plays Max has a big advantage in wide receivers, but you have a particularly big advantage. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully Godwin picks up where he left off before the bye. I'm gonna need it. Um, getting already Wait, getting a little closer. Twelve yard punt. You have five seconds to figure this out. What team, if Kendrick Bourne gets traded, does he go to? Five, four, three, Titans. Two. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he panicked. All right. No, think about it for 10 more seconds. Kendrick, because he's Panthers. the nine. What? That's worse than that's the no. So 985 is basically set. Like, if you traded two guys off our team, it's Hunter Henry and Kendrick Bourne. Like, they're yeah. somebody you can get like a fifth round, sixth round pick for. Yeah. So Kendrick Bourne goes to a team. I don't think the 0-7 Panthers are going to trade for him for it. It's I could see the Titans actually not awful option. That would just come, yeah. that caught me off guard. Kendrick Bourne, like what team would want him? That's good. He's not bad. He's just in the worst offense of all time. Yeah, and look, I, I do think – the first thing that came to my mind was the Vrabel Belichick connection. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's I think your like answer is good. I think your answer is actually good. I want Fournier yeah. to repeat his answer because he went with a team under with the only worse record than the Patriots. The Panthers. <laughs> yeah, explain yourself. Yeah, Ford, why do you Panthers. think the Panthers? <laughs> Sorry, I meant the I think seconds. And... They're that terrible at doing everything that they'll be like oh we could probably get Kendrick Bourne here he's be a solution instead of like getting a real receiver all right all right Hang on sorry this was a minute longer than I wanted to be all right let's wrap this up folks this is pod life choosing Max versus me who you got all right Max versus you um dude I won't lie I think I got you Nice. Fournier, what do you got? Uh, I got you, for sure. Max may not break 80. I hope not. I feel like that will be very helpful. It depends, it depends. If Taylor plays, he'll definitely break 80. But if he's not like if he's gonna play 15 or 20%, I don't know that he has much of a chance. Yeah. Because Philly's a tough matchup for Brees, so got you. Um all right, before we go to the next one. Love how Mahomes is whining about getting hit there. It's like, well, bro, you didn't slide. You dove. <laughs> yeah, he got popped. Um, I'm going to change the subject, subject a little bit because I recently re-got into Electric Light Orchestra, ELO, and that band is fucking fantastic. And because I started like hearing, listening to Bob Seger again and whatnot, and I'm very glad that you're on this week, Labar, because – I think of Bob Seger. I think of singing freaking like um, against the wind and night moves in the car on the way to extended day after school where we would <laughs> sing that shit in the car and then go beat Magnus and a couple other 
fourth graders and two v two. Dude, Butker just drained a sixty yarder. That's incredible. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, so I gotta ask Bar your favorite Bob Seger song and why. First of all, shout out to Magnet. Magnet. Uh, no one will ever get that joke. Uh, <laughs> okay. So you. So I thought deep about this answer, but the instant one that comes to my mind, and it's not just because it's my favorite song, but it's because of a certain reason, which is, so Against the Wind is my answer. Great. By Bob Seger, obviously. Great. Well, not obviously, but the reason's not obvious. It's because um, in the in the uh, pop culture world right now, like Bill Simmons started this whole pop culture bashing of 1994 movies. I know this is going to, it's going to come back. I promise. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Let's go. Yeah. So 1994 has, has the best like movies of all time. Like it in the last like 40 years. And the movies are Shawshank, Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, Lion King, and all this ish. Like, there's even more. I mean, yeah. I, throw, I throw a little big league into that, but some of the statisticians don't. <laughs> I, I put that up there with it. So, because, but Forrest Gump won all the awards. Like, it was Tom Hanks's second um, Oscar in a row after Philadelphia. It won all these things, and it was so nostalgia in the sense of, like, you know, like, Tom Hanks created Elvis, and he talked to, he served in Vietnam, he talked to John Lennon, that man got shot outside the street. Yeah, like, he did all this shit, he met, like, nine presidents, like, so, so everyone loved it, but, like, kind, but slowly, like, people think... People now think Pulp Fiction and Shawshank are a way better movie. Like, mm-hmm. than Forrest Gump. Like, there's a take. Like, you want, like, I like Forrest Gump, but you, like, when you really think of, like, what's the best movie, Shawshank and Pulp Fiction, I think, are better. And even, like, John Travolta, people think, got robbed of the Oscar. People think, uh, yeah, there's just a whole take. There's a whole world. Yeah. But I think the 20 minutes you can't complain about is when Forrest Gump's mom dies. And he puts on those fucking running shoes. And he goes running across the country. And he plays Running on Empty by Jackson Brown. And he goes against the wind. And he tells everyone, I'm pretty tired. I think I'm going to go home now. And then right after I know laugh. And then right after that, Jenny comes back to him because she saw him. The only thing that had to do with the only thing that had to do with like they 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 made him create have a nice day because he wiped that mud on his one guy ran next to him, he goes, Have a nice day. And yeah. he gave him a shirt. But other than that, like that was the part of the movie where like you were like, oh, Forrest has gone through some shit. He's running on empty against the wind. And yeah. every time I think of that movie, I think of Forrest being like, I've gone through some shit. Like, even though I'm mentally yeah. challenged, I went through some shit. 
And people don't realize that because they think because I'm mentally challenged, I don't realize that. Like my favorite, my girlfriend's like doing heroin, like standing <laughs> on the edge. Like, so I thought of this a lot today. And I think the answer is against the wind because of Forrest Gump, because it's the best moment of Forrest Gump, which actually is the reason why Forrest Gump might be better than the other two movies, because it makes us think of our own nostalgia. Boom. Oh, <laughs> that's incredible. I close my laptop right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't blame you because that was incredible. I'm about to just say, yeah, who cares about anybody else's favorite Bob Seger songs? We're going to top that. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll say him. We'll say him, but we won't go into why. Fournier, your favorite Bob Seger song. Go. It's Night Moves because it's really the only one that I know. <laughs> it, is a, it is a great one. <laughs> Honestly, it's the best policy. I was fighting between Night Moves and Main Street, um, but that that guitar in Main Street just fucking slaps. I can't I can't get enough of it. So go pick up hookers though. I know. But, <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that part. Um, <laughs> but it is kind of funny. I I love how Bob Seger is always like he's telling a story in his songs. So yeah. uh, there you don't really have too many people who do that. So. He's one of an all-time favorites for me, but we'll, we'll get back to fantasy here. Um, you got Sister Christian versus No Amon, No Cry. Um, both are two and three, kind of fighting for their lives. We referenced the, the trade earlier between Fournier and Staz, where he gave up Devontae, Parker, uh, Devontae Adams and Austin Eckler for Josh Allen, James Cook, DK Metcalf, and a first. Um Brendan is currently starting Elijah Mitchell, who's not going to play. What the heck? All right, so, I mean, RV running back advantage goes to Mike. Ah, not so fast, my friend. Other than James Cook, he's got Gus Edwards. And Brendan Brendan has all you need in Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. uh, Advantage. Wide receivers are interesting. Um, You know, Mike's got DK Metcalf, Amon Raw. Uh, Devontae Smith and Jacoby Myers, like that's pretty good wide receiver core. Yeah, uh, it is. I mean, you need Amonra is gonna gonna play. He's not even on injury report anymore, so that that's huge. Uh, yep. Devontae needs to get out of the slump he's in. Um, who's Devontae? Oh, Devonta. Yeah, yeah. Devonta, whatever you want to call. Him. Um, but he's not really even a slump. In a slump, he's just like not getting all the targets because AJ Brown. Um, so one point six last game. I think you can call that a slump. Yeah, but like the week before, he had double digits, and then he only had eight. But then he had twenty seven. Like he, he's had two of the last three games have not been great. So yeah, all right, fun. He's been a slump. We'll allow it. Well, just like only two of those receivers between him, Goddard, and AJ Brown are going to get enough. And like yeah. most of the time, it's going to be him and AJ Brown. But sometimes they have to get Goddard involved. So yeah. I agree with that. AJ Brown's gonna get his, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, but Brendan's receivers are pretty good too. I mean, he's got Keenan Allen, who's wide receiver seven, but that's just because he had a buy. He had 14, 33, 50, and thirteen points. So like, he's good. And Nico Collins has been pre- has been really good. Gabe Davis has been pretty good. He's wide receiver fourteen. I mean. He's got a touchdown in four straight games. This is kind of like exactly what I thought he would do last year. Uh, <laughs> so 
But like his targets have not been great. Like he's had four, seven, four, three, and last week he had eight. So I mean, are we trending up where he's gonna get at least five to six, maybe seven or eight targets in the per game? Is he or is he gonna have these games where he's actually only targeted three or four times? Um, he's gonna so, have a lot more five point two games the rest of the way. We'll see, man. He's Gabe fucking Davis. You don't count him out. Um, <laughs> but like then oh, wait, got, literally Brennan has just taken out. Uh oh wait, never mind. No, nope. I'm just he got excited. Yeah. Uh, we started Will Lutz, and the Broncos might score zero. Yeah, points. what he's doing is starting Will Lutz. I have no idea. Well, no, it's because you know you're gonna lose thirty nine to nine, and he hits the three field goals. I understand. <laughs> I ain't kicking any I more bet. field goals. <laughs> so, so I'm a couple things. Nico Collins, literally the first time I ever heard of this human. And um, this is not sustainable. <laughs> like he's Why? going, like, but like this is ridiculous. Like, I mean, I get the more snaps he plays, the worse he does, which is <laughs> true. I too. But you know, I guess I just love Brendan because. The less he does, the better he does. Like, keep McCaffrey, <laughs> keep Allen. Just have the n- most basic white quarterback possible. Like, <laughs> you like that? You like that? <laughs> no, I just – the fact he has the most points in the league, right? Isn't that true? Uh, he does. Uh, maybe right. not anymore. That was last week at least, right? That was last week, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's uh, third. Yeah, Jimbo does now. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I I respect that. Like, he doesn't change it up that much, but he's the only one that doesn't pick up a kicker till Saturday night. Yep. It's just hilarious. <laughs> like, then, he won't, he he won't make any favor kicker. moves, but he'll wait to pick up Dicker the kicker <laughs> at midnight into Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is prove a point. This is the first time he's ever had a kicker in his lineup on Thursday, and he's playing him, and he's getting punished for it. The guy is zero. Yeah. So Brendan might never <laughs> pick up a kicker again. <laughs> Maybe he's starting to stand. Maybe if you never pick up a kicker. So, so I'm really quick. I know we're running long, but the first year I joined this random UNH fantasy baseball league, I had one uh, – reliever and it was mariano rivera and it was the year he remember he remember when he tore his acl on the warning track shag and fly balls in like 2011 and he just missed the whole season so i went a whole season without saves and i won the league so literally i gave up a category for this entire year everyone's like and i adopted a team and everyone's like how did you win that league like, how did you beat us i was like i just wanted him more I think <laughs> this year, even without telling us. I think you might be right. <laughs> He's hungry. The pointers fall off the bridge. Nice knowing you, man. Hey James, uh, are, James, did we ever cross that bridge sober? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the more like drunk I've ever been. That was insane. I was fine. We almost didn't get you out of the club. Almost didn't. 
<laughs> Almost did. I'll we'll make predictions here. I think Brendan is gonna move on to three and three. I think Mike's in a free fall. Don't don't shoot the mess. I said that. <laughs> don't don't tell him I said that. <laughs> All right, who do you got here? Uh eh, kind of like Brendan to be honest, too. Yeah. More because I don't even know Mike's team. So wait, can we do one? Can we do? I know I always say thirty seconds, but like Mike's team, what was with the trade? He just didn't need Devonte anymore. He thought as much as he did with getting DK. Like, can we do like twenty seconds on the thought process of Mike doing this trade? Because I think that's good pod. Uh yeah. Question of. How do you value? Do you want DK in a first, or do you want Devontae Adams? And do Is you want better? I don't think Mike was trying to tank. I I don't think he's tanking. I think he thought he was getting good value and maybe trading a less off. Like I don't know. I'm just thinking what you guys are thinking. Well, I mean, it's I get where Mike is coming from. He doesn't, have to, he doesn't have to worry about the quarterback position. Um, he still needs a running back, but James Cook is going to be okay. And he thinks he's got four really good wide receiver options, which he does. And like Jacoby Myers, if he keeps doing what he's doing, will be like wide receiver two, O-N wide receiver two. And that'll be his fourth scoring option from one position. Um, so like he's got decent options and he's got three firsts. So like if he... If he loses and he falls, let's say he goes back-to-back losses and falls to two and five. He's got ways to build his team and be stacked for next year. Um, If he's like three and four, four and five, something like that, he has the the weapons to make a move. So, I mean, you could have said he had the weapons to make a move before and would have been able to add to Devontae part of Devontae. I didn't say fuck time I've done that. Devontae Adams and Austin Eckler. Um, I, I think that'd be a pretty good argument to make. Um so his team does not look that bad on paper, but like that was the first time I looked at it and it's like okay. It's just I, his running backs. They're terrible. Yeah it's tough. Like Eckler out for four it's weeks. It's kind of like pass team. It's very similar to pass team. I but mean, he had it for so. four weeks, so he's already like I'm two and three. Really good. I somehow oh. made it to two and three with this shit running back. And <laughs> I, I think it's very similar to Pat's team. I mean, it's similar, but I don't think Pat has a running back that's on that's on the same level as James Cook. I mean, last no, week no, no. he doesn't have a running back that's quite as good, but I think he's got better receivers. Um, and Josh Allen's obviously not as good, or is obviously better than what Pat, whatever the hell Pat's got at quarterback, which is Poop Prescott. But, um, like, I I just think like it's a very similar squad overall. Like, I think they need to make a move for a running back. Well, yeah, I mean, look, there's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot of running backs available in the league right now too. So yeah, so he's too quiet. Well, it's it's a good point. That, that you bring up Labar because it's like, are you a, I asked you guys this earlier, like, are you a never trade the best player type person or are you uh, like the person to collect assets, keep your team in the mix and see if you have options down the road with those assets you required? Um, Because obviously both sides of those, both sides of that spectrum was in this trade. 
Fournier went and got two studs. He paid a decent amount for it. Mike's team may or may not be worse. I mean, it'll be time will tell. I, I do think his wide receivers are better than Pat's, but um, I get the Cooper Cup aspect of it. I just think if an R, a running back becomes available, Mike is arguably best positioned to make a move for him. Um, and then if he's in the playoffs with two really good running backs, Josh Allen and his receivers, like he could be in the mix. Um, so I don't know why I went back to that road, but um, I think both options when you're looking at a trade are pretty good options, but Labar, you don't do as many trades as us, but you still do trades. So like, are you a person who doesn't want to ever trade the best player or you say, let's take what I can get and go from there. I feel like honestly buy so fucking low unless and um, besides the part if they're dead. <laughs> like I honestly no, I honestly think that's my tactic. I just buy the least sexiest guy and yeah. you're right. Too, like I'm not the James Mixon trade. Yeah. That's key in a nutshell. Like no one wants James Mixon. Joe. Yeah. So I don't want James Mixon either. <laughs> no one does. James, me, that's so. hilarious. That's how much no one wants him. I, yeah. James Mixon. You're a yeah. game. I was well, staring first, at your face in the Zoom. No, I, but that's the thing. Like, no one else wants him. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's so good. Can we just end the pot on that? Because everyone knows what I'm going to say anyway. We got to no, do we... Phil and Jim first. Yeah, we do. Uh, all right, let's jump to that. Everyone knows exactly now what I mean by that. Yep. I think there's times for both, and you have to recognize when your team needs which. That, that I think, is the key. And I yeah. think Mike's put himself in a position to do either, and I think that's a great spot to be. It's kind of where I've been trying to be this whole year, and I've gone for it a little bit more, but I'm remaining in a position where if I you know, get injuries, I can tank and go from there with a really good pick situation to start with. So like, it's just giving yourself options and in, in the understanding when you need to do which one banking is so lame it's all you got it's all you got love it no I, <laughs> I mean you're spot on for here because i just go through this like i'm on this never-ending hamster wheel of get a stud get a stud get depth get depth get a stud get a right. stud get depth get depth uh, that's what we've been doing for years man <laughs> yeah i know i hate getting i won't lie i got dk last year or two i'm more exciting and I was like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> like, if he's not good, oh, my God. Did you see that play, James? No. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, obviously. i watch yeah. the Broncos guys fuck each other at the end of this. Jack can put on a song. <laughs> no, get, get the other thing going. Just watch the play when it happens. You go, oh. All right, yeah, let's go along to fill in, uh, to fill in James or Jimbo. Is this a two-hour pod? It's, be. No. Uh, it's an no, hour and a half at least. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What is uh, happening right now? I know. Oh my god! <laughs> he told you to wait. You <laughs> he told you to wait. Oh, it's a double coverage. The jerk did it. Rise up, young fella! Holy <laughs> crap! That's awesome. All right. Uh, fun fact about Jarek McKinnon: I kept him in a, a football league that I joined this year. He was actually my best option for a third keeper. Uh, yeah, me too. Hundred <laughs> You can only keep two people, two of the same position. So I had like four wide receiver options that I could pick, I could keep, but I could only choose two. And the best running back. Reishi. There was, goes Reishi. 
Oh, fuck me. Really? I'm over this. Because Titus Chiefs D's yeah. gonna I'm just all right. No, we're not gonna go through Jimbo. All right. We're gonna just make predictions. These are a battle of the horses, though. Jimbo and Phil. Oh yeah, we gotta be honest about this one. This is we should honestly, what's Jim doing starting Cortland Sutton? He's been starting all year. He leads the league in points. So that's something. Uh, also, who else is he, is he going to throw out there? Alan Lazard, DJ Chark. So, oh, Fournier's gone. He died. All right, see you later, man. All right, Fournier, have a good one. Let's Honestly, do it. My, my couple of takes really quick. Hi, Fournier. Um, Phil's running backs are a problem. Like, He's starting Ramaj Stevenson. He's projected for 13. I'll tell you right now. Unless unless Tom Brady comes back, that this is not a long-term plan. Yeah. Like this team's about to fold. No, I'm not saying in the bat, but like he's in a bad way right now. It's just Bijan and Ramondre. Like, and I love I like Phil's team more or yeah. less. Just well, because obviously Travis Kelsey is going to have 200,000 points all the time. But yeah. it's just – also, you... I think I brought this up. P, P. Ryan's name being P. Ryan is ridiculous. My phone how, died. <laughs> how, do you, how do you pronounce it? Oh, he's back from the dead. Perrine. Perrine. P-E-R-I-N-E. Even I mean... though I'm not going to ask P-E-R-I-N-E as P. Ryan. Oh, but that's what it is. I kind oh, of think like you, your version. Why is it so yellow right now? That's you, man. Yeah. Oh, the sun's yeah. setting at the Golden Gate Bridge. Do you have Yondis? That's a that's Fournier, a baby All thing. I was saying is Fournier. All I'm saying is I like Phil's team, but the running back situation's not long term. Yeah, Ramondre is Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. No, I agree. He, he he's Bijan's obviously great, but like Ramondre is going to be terrible. Um, as he's been, uh, which is tough. And then he doesn't have any other running backs. No, he's P. Ryan. P. Ryan. P. Ryan. <laughs> My mistake. So, did you, speaking of like name pronunciations, did you know that it's actually pronounced Bijan, not Bijan? According, according to Bijan's mom, it's Bijan Robinson. Oh, good to know. She can go Bijan herself. There you go. It's a nice thing to say about someone's mom, man. Uh, <laughs> I, Jimbo's got Mostert. So dumb that A-Chain's hurt. That's fine. But Mostert will be really good. Josh Jacobs yeah. will be really good. That's the meat there. Some meat on the bones with A.J. Brown and T.J. Hawkinson. Um, I think Phil's team is still really good. Like He's got great players, but all their situations are kind of shitty. Like Garrett Wilson, Zach Wilson. Terry McLaurin, for whatever reason, the commanders just don't like throwing him the ball. Um, so, like, he'll have some games, but he won't be consistent. And then, um, like, those are the two big ones, honestly. Um, and CD's not really getting the ball either. Yeah, it's been weird. Uh, four, 13, seven, six, and five for his targets each game. Um, Cowboys offense is weird. I mean, they've been off for three weeks. All right, yeah. prediction because Phil probably will never listen to this podcast at this point 
is there will be two weeks, one of them being the playoffs, where he starts Bajan and the Alligator. <laughs> That's my prediction. There will be two weeks where he starts two Falcon running backs because he has nothing fucking else to do, and he'll be like, Rid- the Riddler, or what's his name, Diddler? Riddler. It's the Diddler. Yeah, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he just got to do it. And then, like, everyone wins a fantasy year. Like, he's going to win again. And he's going to be like, oh, I did it. I started two Falcons running backs. Championship <laughs> week. And it's like, oh, genius. Because you had no fucking other choice. And you well, it's just I'm, like when he beat me in the final. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky is his quarterback. Like, oh, fantasy is fun. Corner, I still haven't eaten my BLT yet, dude. You oh gotta get gosh. to that. All right, all right. Guys... We're making predictions, and then we're going to be dead. Yep. All right. So, um, Phil, one sixty-one. Two hundred to two hundred tie. <laughs> <laughs> An exact tie. <laughs> Exact time. I think Phil's gonna have one forty four, and Jimbo's gonna come from come back from the depths and have one forty seven. Close matchup. I love it. I love it. Well, it's been fun. Borny, you already died once and came back. You're not gonna be coming back this time because we're all out. Nope. Peace. <laughs>